Let's face it, some of you drink your whiskey like an absolute idiot, and we're here to help you. We don't want you to look stupid around your friends or family while you're consuming one of the gifts of God to this planet Earth. Mm -hmm. So if you want to know those ways that make you look pretty dumb while you're drinking your whiskey, stick around. You know what? It feels great to be back. It it's does. been a whole week since we've been here in studio, and we're glad to be back here with you all. But before we get started, we have to be begin this episode with a great big old thank you to our Patreon family. You guys are the true MVPs of this show. You're what makes this thing happen, and we would not be here doing this without you, so thank you so much. And with that being said, we don't want it to be a one-way street. We don't want you to feel like you're just giving and not receiving. We want to give you back some benefits as well, and those are in the form of distillery takeovers, mm -hmm. bonus content, uh, online meetups and in-person meetups. Mm -hmm. We hang out online, virtual bottle shares, all that kind of good stuff. We give you discounts on merch. Uh, let's see, what else we got? Well, uh, Patreons. yeah, I mean, it, it's when you describe Patreon, uh, I looked it up the other day. Mm. We have had, we've provided content yes. to over 2.8 million people. Wow. Unique views. Humble brag. Right? Love that. Um, uh, and roughly one one hundredth of one percent of those viewers are the ones that are supporting this channel. It's awesome for everyone yeah. else. Yeah. And so we just have to they say a big happen. thank you. So yes, there are some member benefits. Um, we don't want it to just be a donation. But if you get out there and you take a look, you might join for the member benefits. You might join to be one of the one one hundredth of one percent that actually makes it all happen for everyone else. Yeah. But either way, we're, we're, we're grateful. Yeah, so if you want to get on board with what we're doing here and stick around for the end, we'll give you kind of what our mission is. Uh, if you want to get on board with that and help make a difference in this world, then go visit the Patreon. The link is in the description below. Yeah. Now, we've got to probably start with a disclaimer <laughs> because I pretty much just uh, called all of you drinking whiskey these ways uh, idiots. Yes. And I didn't mean it that way. What I did mean is that we're here to educate. We're here to help you. We're helping you along right. your whiskey journey. Now, a lot of these things we're going to mention are probably things that you are not doing. Probably okay? not. They're probably things you might have done in college. Right. Or you've seen other idiots do when they're drunk and out of their minds. Right. But we have to give you guys some five, maybe even a sixth bonus We might throw tips. something else in. We got some tips for you, mm -hmm. you know, to help you... Uh, drink responsibly and mm -hmm. to look like a fine gentleman or gentlewoman as you are consuming, um, again, God's gift to us in the form of this beautiful brown spirit yep, yep, yep. that we call bourbon. So with that disclaimer out of the way, we're not trying to be disrespectful to anybody. Stick around. You'll hear all of them. And we kind of wrap it up with a bow at the end. But let's get this party started. Um, first of all, mm -hmm. we have to start with this one because yep. this is how you drink responsibly. The first two really a combo, but drinking and driving is not cool. No, if you are if you are drinking to excess mm -hmm. and driving, then you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Uh, the county jail is full of folks who thought it would be cool to, to drink a bunch of whiskey and then drive home, and um, they'll tell you it wasn't as cool as they thought it was. No, it was not. And so, just the other day, I was at an event, whiskey tasting event, and I, you know, got lost in a conversation. People kept coming up and bringing me pours. Some of them were epic, like Thomas H. Handy. And I got done, and I looked at the gentleman that I was hanging out with, and I said, guys. I can't drive home. Mm. And I ordered an Uber 
and I got back to the house and it was just me and my son here and I was a little slap happy. And um, I told him that I had Ubered home and because uh, we share a car, so it, his 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 car was now at the distillery, so I was gonna have yeah. to go get it. <laughs> and uh, he, 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 my son, he's a little into science and he's like, well, how drunk are you? And I said, you know, I don't know, but I do have a breathalyzer. So I went and I got the breathalyzer and I blew a 0.05. Mm, uh, the legal limit torched, here you know? is 0.08. And the point <laughs> being is that the goal is not to get as drunk as you can and, and, and drive and be below the limit because you also need to know that you can get a ticket for being impaired even if you have not matched up to the legal limit. Right. Um, but we just want to encourage responsible drinking, yeah, set up a DD. You're endangering other people. And yeah. And we don't want this. It's this. Not only is it expensive, um, but if you do cause an accident and hurt somebody or, or heaven forbid, yeah. take someone's life, um, that's not something you get over. Yeah, you're, you're never going to be the same, and neither will they. So keep yeah. that in mind. So what do we got for number two? Number two is kind of right along with that, um, and that is drinking whiskey with the point in mind to get drunk. Yep. Okay. Um, this this beautiful spirit was created to be enjoyed um, slowly and sipping and experiencing all the pla- flavor profiles that it has to offer. So really diving into it, enjoying it with friends, enjoying it with community. And that enjoyment gets less and less and less when somebody really takes it too far. Yeah. And we don't want you to be that person, the one who's just throwing them back, really trying to get to a certain point of inebriation. Mm-hmm. And um, that does not only makes you not fun to be around, but also it's dangerous. Yeah. Uh, you definitely want to pace yourself enjoy the drink, mm-hmm. uh, take appropriate size pours and all of that stuff. Um, and along those lines, <laughs> yes. uh, pacing yourself in appropriate size drinks, if you are doing shots of whiskey, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Yes. And I know that, I know, I know, we've said this before and people get mad and they're like, don't judge me, I'll drink, I want to drink. Let me explain something to you. Distilled spirits have only been part of the human experience for about the last 600 years. But humans have been drinking alcohol for about 9,000, some say as many as 12,000 years. And our bodies are not set up to consume distilled spirits at the pace that you're consuming alcohol when you're doing shots. Your body cannot handle it. It is dangerous, it is wasteful, um, and I, I just, I, there's no reason for it. Quite honestly, it's disrespectful to the to the brand and the people who really made that whiskey in the first place. We'll get to that. Yeah. But I've got a story about shots. Okay. Um, I, I've done shots, okay? In my younger years, uh, made a lot of decisions that I wasn't proud of and mm-hmm. doing whiskey shots. And actually uh, at a party, um, I hope my mother's not watching this. We uh, we're funneling beers, you know. Oh yeah, uh, the big yeah. funnel, the bong beers. Uh, and someone thought it'd be funny to pour a fifth of Jack in there, and I did that one. And so that was and almost uh, died. I, yeah, I woke up in the hospital. And so um, that shots are just never a good idea. We we have a I have a store. Uh, Old Town Town Provisions. Old Town Town Provisions. Oh, no, you don't have the hat on anymore. No, I don't. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Old Town Provisions is my store, uh, and it's a men's retail store. We have whiskey in there. You can come in and you can sample some whiskey while you're shopping. And uh, I've I've had several guys say, oh, I've been always wanting to try this specific whiskey you have, and I, I pour them a little... Because he doesn't just put the cheap stuff out. He's no. got some good stuff in the store. Right. right? Yeah, I, I want it to be an experience for people who really enjoy whiskey. And I pour him a little pour, and I'm excited for him to try it. He's like, I've always wanted to sample this. And and then he just throws it back in the shot. <laughs> Boom. It's gone. <laughs> and he goes, man, that's really good. Do you mind if I try some more? And I was like, well, 
uh, you're not exactly trying it is the problem. <laughs> you're shooting it. And you're really not getting anything that this whiskey has to offer except the alcohol content. So yeah. that's just a lesson learned in doing shots. Not only is it a bad idea and it'll lead to some heartbreak uh, probably the morning after, but um, it's just not a great way to enjoy what that craftsman designed, which brings us to number four, and that is disrespecting the host. The host of the share you're at or the person who created that whiskey in the first place. Yeah, so uh, have I told you about the snot rocket guy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you have. This sounds like a great story. Hey, nice hat. Hey, thanks. Nice lanyard. Nice rocks glass. Thanks, man. <laughs> nice travel case. Nice blend topper. Thank you. Nice candle. Nice bottle bag. Thanks, man. That's a nice tumbler. Nice woman's t-shirt. Oh, thanks. Nice uh, extra schmedium shirt. Get yourself some nice things and get all the compliments that come along with it. Shop bourbonrealtalk.com. All right, so if you're a member of Someone Say Whiskey, um, my whiskey club, um, we host bottle shares about every five or six weeks here. And we've had over a thousand people to the house for sure, for sure at this point. We've only had four people get drunk. Three of them had a designated driver and one of them got to sit downstairs and drink water until he could pass a breathalyzer. Oh, nice. Um, and so not a big deal, but if I walk in the room and there's 25 people stepping over you because you've laid down on the ground and you're face to face with my dog who's licking you, I think you've probably been overserved. A little bit too much. So the last bottle share, old Pappy Jamo from Alaska had come in town mm. and he was here and he looked at me and was like, hey, check out your boy. And I looked over and there was a guy that was on the end of the bar and he was kind of leaned over like this and I thought that he was gonna vomit, mm. um, which wouldn't be good. No. And uh, he put his finger on one side of his nose and blew a snot rocket onto my carpet in this room. And I'm walking barefoot in here now. Yeah, which I my dog's regret. cleaned it up later. I okay. couldn't find it, but my dog's got real interested in a spot right, right there. And I figured, ah, oh, I bet they found it. Ugh. But anyways, I felt really disrespected as the host because one, not only did he disrespect the, you know, beautiful spirits that I had given to him because he obviously drank way more than he needed to, but he disrespected my home. Yeah. And if you do that, you're an idiot. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's disrespecting a host at a bottle share, right? You want to show up. You don't want to just drink uh, the expensive stuff they've got. Of course, they're going to offer it to you and, and give you to you in a small pour. But going back and back and back to those highly allocated stuff is just a little bit disrespectful. So make a balance with that. But when it comes to disrespecting the craftsman, Mm -hmm. You got to think about how much time goes into creating a bourbon or a whiskey that shows up on the shelf at a store. Right. Okay. Um, even with the big name guys, I mean, it took years and years of trial, error, figuring out what mash bill to roll with, whittling that down, fermenting, distilling. I mean, that process takes a week or two in itself. And then you're throwing it into a barrel for two, four, six, eight years. Um, and to take something that someone's invested so much time and millions of dollars into and shooting it, 
or snot rocketing it out on somebody's carpet <laughs> is just a bad look and you look like an idiot. So yeah. uh, really take the time. If you don't prefer a whiskey, I wouldn't uh, make it be known to everyone in here that say, hey, I think this is hot garbage. I wouldn't even use terms like hot garbage. I wouldn't use terms like drain pour. Those are just ways that make you look ex in extremely inexperienced in the whiskey journey and uh, ultimately like an idiot. Yeah, say something useful, yeah. right? Like if you don't like something, say I don't like this because it's 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 too bitter to me. I taste too much barrel char or mm -hmm. I don't like it because uh, there's there's a, a flavor in here that, that reminds me of something I had when I was a kid that I didn't like and sure. then describe it, you know? That way other people that hear you can actually go, hmm, do I sense. have that experience? Uh, do I think that lines up with my palate? Maybe I don't want to drink this whiskey. Right. But share useful information. You don't have to be disrespectful and, sure. and use those those inflammatory terms. Uh, and what do we have for number five, last but not last least? Last but not least, you look like a major idiot when you are judging people by the way they drink their whiskey. <laughs> Just like we did. Just like just we now. did just now. Now, if you're drinking shots and you're doing th driving drunk, those things, obviously, we're going to stand by that. It's making you an idiot. But there are a lot of ways that people prefer to enjoy their whiskey. And yeah. who are we to judge how they find joy as long as they are finding joy in it and not just trying to get drunk or not just trying to get to a certain point of inebriation? I mean, uh, there's lots of flavor profiles. There's lots of pa everyone's palate's different. And so who are we to judge the next person on how they drink and enjoy their whiskey? Right. You know? Some, some example, like things that we thought about putting in would be like glassware. Right. right? Like yeah. um, you don't put ice cubes in a, a Glen, a Glen yeah. uh, or in my case, this is not a Glen, Glen Karen. Right. You don't have to send me another <laughs> email. Eviction notice. This is a whiskey tasting glass that's been designed for high proof spirits. Yes. Um, and so custom design, but you, you wouldn't, um, you, you wouldn't put gla uh, ice in this type of glass, right. right? You wouldn't drink your whiskey out of a martini glass. Yeah. You would, you probably would Or a that. funnel like I did. Yeah. You definitely don't want to drink. Don't want to do that. Yeah. So, you know, there's things like that that are like more for pause that don't make you an idiot. Yeah. And, and you'll probably have a better drinking experience if you can learn how to avoid those types of things. Um, because you'll be more accepted in the whiskey community. It'll be easier for you to make connections. Um, but yeah, you know, try not to be judgmental of those people. Be sure. helpful, right? Hopefully you found this a little bit entertaining, but also just a, a fair PSA to all of you out there. These are some ways that others may look at you and say, you know what, that guy doesn't know what he's doing over there. And we don't want you to look that way. We want you to uh, grow in your whiskey journey, look like a distinguished gentleman while you're sipping your whiskey. Or a gentlewoman. Gentlewoman, too. Um, and uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Speaking of connection, you mentioned earlier, really trying to help people connect to whiskey. I think that leads us right into our mission. Yeah, so this show does have a mission and it is all about bringing people together around spirits. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's personally important to me because I lost my younger brother, Sean, to suicide in 2014. He was a uh, veteran that had been discharged from the army. Uh, he had PTSD. He was addicted to opioids and he developed a drinking problem that led to him driving away all of the social connections that grounded him to this world. And in the aftermath, realizing that he had lost all of his connections, I went on a mission to try and find a way to help others find connections so that they didn't have the same fate that my brother did. And that's part of the reason why we make so many public, you know, service announcement statements about, you know, drinking to excess and whatnot, because we know that people that are struggling 
also have a slant towards, uh, you know, alcohol abuse the way that my brother did. Uh, but you also got a fish with a fisher biting. And mm-hmm. so we created this channel in Bourbon Real Talk community to help those of you out there who are looking for connection to have a platform to do it. Mm-hmm. And that means that we had to create a troll-free environment, uh, mm-hmm. which there aren't a lot of those out there. And that's why we created Bourbon Real Talk community. And we give people, you know, the space to have the types of conversations that create connections without getting into all of the divisive things that are going on in our world today that just separate people that quite honestly, if they sat down together and they had a real conversation about what was really important to them, they'd probably end up friends Mm -hmm. if they just avoided talking about that 5% that they disagree on. Mm -hmm. And so we've created Bourbon Real Talk community. It's a troll-free environment. Um, there are a lot of other environments out there that are not troll free and those environments taught me that if those people that are out there on the internet can hate you, there's nothing that keeps me from loving you. And that's why we end every episode the same way. And that's this. If you woke up this morning and you're unsure whether or not anyone loves you, just know that we We love love you. And we'll see you next time on Bourbon Real Talk. Avon Williams. Yeah, it's the. French. That's what you gotta. You gotta pronounce it that way to make it sound fancier. Since it's a screw top. Plastic it's a screw bottle. top plastic bottle. It was fifteen bucks. Ready? Yes. All right. You want to do the intro? You <laughs> I think I should do it. All right. Just so good. you don't get any judgment. Yeah. You should actually put this in outtakes so people see that I do drink the whiskey that everyone makes fun of. Let's face it. Some of you drink your whiskey like an absolute idiot, and <laughs> <laughs> we don't want you. <laughs> If you do any of these things, then f*** you. <laughs> We're going to make it all okay at the end. We're going to make it okay at the end. We promise. Okay, here we go. Yeah. A whiskey troll is a person who seeks negative attention and uses contrarian attitudes to derail civil discussion in online forums. They communicate in ways they never would face-to-face because they're keyboard warriors. Their only goal is to make other people feel inferior. Hey guys, I'm new here. I just got my first Blanton's. And trust me, you probably paid way too much. I don't care much about the Blanton's, but nice <laughs> There's no way that she didn't buy that at secondary. <laughs> idiot. Oh, I know how you got that bottle. So, are you sick and tired of the whiskey trolls running your fun online? Well, that's why we started Bourbon Real Talk Community. Congratulations. Let me know what you think when you open it up. Hey, welcome to the group. Let me send you over a sample of Blanton's Gold and straight from the barrel. See how you like those. I remember back to my first bottle of Blanton's. It was the birthday to my son, and we enjoy it every year on his birthday. Congrats. So if you're looking to connect with some people online who aren't head over to facebook.com and join Bourbon Real Talk community today.